Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of... Meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. Thanks, as always, to Sean Callahan for joining us from Husker Online. Always good stuff. Yeah. Good insight from Sean. We talked about Ryan Walters, new head coach at Purdue. Yeah. And also the mailbag, sponsored by Modern Woodman of America. Ma- Modern again. Woodman of America. Sean Erickson, Mason Needles are your sponsors Thank of you. the mailbag. That's really good. Yes. Okay, without further ado, we have a long interview. So, last night we came in here about 6 o'clock or so. Yeah, and straight we, up. And we taped an interview with former Nebraska Athletic Director Bill Moose, who also, of course, was the AD at Washington State, who hired Mike Leach. He hired Mike Leach in 2011 after Leach had been out of the game for two years because of... <laughs> Because of the little flare-up yes, at Texas Tech right. with Craig James's son. Remember that flare-up? I do recall it. Adam yeah. James, right? Yeah, Is Adam James, James. Craig James. Craig James. Uh, uh, anyway, R.I.P. Mike Leach. Bill has wonderful stories about Mike. Yes. All right. So without further ado, uh, we will play right now the interview from last night that we had for early break with Bill Moose, former Nebraska AD. Here we go. A guy that everyone across the state knows, Chris State of Nebraska. Yes. Right? We talked to a lot of great guests on our show all the time, mm-hmm. but not guys like this next guest we're going to have, which is, of course, Nebraska's former athletic director, Bill Moose, who, again, we love Bill. We've had him on the show years ago when he first came to Nebraska as the AD, no, mm-hmm. no longer the AD here. But obviously, we're having Bill on today in early break because of the passing of the great Mike Leach. Mike Leach, of course, passed away mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, after a massive heart attack, and it's unfortunate what happened. But we could go along this way with mourning, or we could celebrate the life that was mm-hmm. Mike Leach, and we will do that now. We are joined by Bill Moose, former Nebraska AD, the former also Washington State AD who yes. hired right. Mike Leach. Bill, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, and I tell you what, it, it's a pleasure to have him. I know it's somber times here, 
with the passing of Mike Leach, but let's 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 start from the start with him. You you when you're at Washington State were able to lure him to the job. Talk us through the initial startup with that and how it came to be where Mike Leach was your head coach at Washington State. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, uh, you know, Steve, uh, you and I go a long ways back, a ton of respect, and mm-hmm. and uh, I love the people in Nebraska. Uh, but this is uh, about Mike Leach and uh, mm-hmm. what I saw in him that I felt would be a good fit at Washington State. Um, as you guys know, uh, I uh, – I was affiliated at Washington State uh, as a as a student, as a football player. I was on the staff for eight years administratively, and then I was fortunate enough um, in my early 60s to be named the athletic director. And when I got there, I knew already, uh, I'd been at Oregon for 12 years prior, and uh, I, I could tell that the program uh just really was uh just stagnant um the facilities were subpar the fan base uh was full of apathy uh had a defeatist attitude and and it was at a time guys where uh the conference was moving forward fast uh colorado and utah had just joined making us a, a 12 school conference and we were going to be left in the dust and and I want to take a minute to really pay tribute to uh, my president at the time Elson Floyd who always had my back was very supportive uh, helped helped me put through a 150 million dollar facility project that really took our our football facilities from the outhouse to the penthouse and uh so we had we had the steak. What we were lacking was the sizzle. Yeah. And uh, that sizzle, as I was scouring around, uh, was sitting dormant down in Key West. Yeah. And um, I uh, I had my guys uh, put in a lot of work to figure out how I would get an opportunity to hopefully have a face to face visit with Mike Leach and uh, uh, see if, if we could, uh, could, could make this all work and if he was the right guy. And, and you made it work. Now, you know, it's interesting. Bill, Bill Moose joins us on early break, the former Nebraska athletic director. Leach had run into some trouble at Texas Tech and he was, you know, he was out, he was out of the coaching business for a couple years. Right. And he was down in Key West but you decided this, even though there were some issues at Tech, you decided he was your guy. Why? What, what? What's the sizzle? What are you talking about, Bill? There's a great line, you know, said yeah. I'm a movie guy. Yes. There's a great line that John Wayne says in True Grit as he's going on the ferry across the river and and uh, the, the young gal gets on her horse and is riding across the river. Yeah. And he looks at her and he says, my God, she reminds me of me. <laughs> and Mike Leach reminded me of me. Yeah. And, yeah. And how so? How so? Coloring outside the lines, being innovative, 
uh, being competitive, uh, finding a great joy in figuring out how to beat somebody and they don't know how you beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I saw that in him when I would watch uh, him from afar when he was still at Tech. And, uh, you know, I did my research. I really, actually, I didn't need to do much. I just read his book. I read his book yeah. on, the, hmm. on the flight down to Key West. And believe me, there are no direct flights from Pullman, Washington to Key West. <laughs> right, it right. was a seven-hour ordeal yeah. with like three layovers. But I read Swing Your Sword, and I just loved it. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I thought, this, this guy, uh, he does have the sizzle. He does things his way. Uh, and, he, and I love the... the discipline that I read about and that attention to detail and all these things, which I've always believed in. And so I worked it through my, my guys and, and his agent and everything else to have a face-to-face uh, visit in Key West in December of uh, what would have been 2011. Right. 2011. That's right. Yep. Joined by Bill Moose, former Nebraska AD uh, here on 93.7 The Ticket Early Break. Steve Sipple, Jake Swanson, KNTK FM Firth here in Lincoln. So, Bill, okay, let's go to the time where you talked to Mike Leach in Key West. We've heard a lot of stories today across all of college football about people having epic conversations with Mike Leach, epic visits to him. So tell us how the visit went. How long were you there for the first time? Like, What what was a conversation you remember that stood out within the first time you actually met him in person? Okay, well, it's my favorite story, and Chip <laughs> knows I got a lot of it. Yeah, you too. But uh, I, I get down there, uh, this is cool. from Pullman, and uh, check in. I got I, I, that's in my first rodeo, so I've got a, I, 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 I got it all laid out, and uh, I get word to him. You know, when you're in Key West, you don't need to be wearing, uh, you know, a three-piece suit. So I said, hey, uh, let's be casual. And that word got to him. Well, for me, that was to take the necktie off. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah. I got that off and I've got everything set up. I got the renderings of the facilities, the, the drawings of the new Nike uniforms, everything all laid out. And there's a knock on the door. Yeah. So I go to the door and open it. And there's, there's Mike Leach. In flip-flops, uh, <laughs> cargo shorts, and a V-neck white T-shirt with a styrofoam coffee cup. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, if you ever heard him talk, he goes, uh, uh, I, uh, uh, I, I was told it was casual. <laughs> and I, I go, it is. You're fine, Mike. I go, did you find a place to park out here? The, the front desk told me the parking lot was going to be just crammed this morning and he goes oh i don't have a car i rode my bike <laughs> and, and i'm going geez i'm talking to uh, what i'm hoping might be a major college football coach he doesn't even have a car and, <laughs> Not in uh, Key West. So i go come on in so we sit down in this uh sectional uh l-shaped sectional and i go mike i want to I want to tell you about my vision for Cougar football. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, I start going and I'm about three or four minutes, maybe five Mm -hmm. into it. And before I know it, the conversation has segued into 
Winston Churchill, George <laughs> S. Patton, Geronimo, and Snowblowers in Cody, Wyoming. <laughs> and I'm I'm going, I, I'm not sure this is going to work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I go, okay. And so I kept trying to get it back on track. But the more I, I pushed to get it on track, the more I, I felt this was the guy. Yeah. He, he fit. Pullman, Washington. He fit the the uh, the cougar uh, spirit and mentality and and all of that that I'd known all my life. And uh, we we continued and we had to keep getting him back on track. But uh, after four hours, um, it it, uh, it it felt good. And I remember I walked into the door and I had a Manila envelope. And I had it all prepared. I was all set. And I go, Mike, uh, I, I got to learn a lot about you in the past three or four hours. Here's some information on me. I think you need to know about me if uh, if, if we're going to be working together. And, and I'll never forget, he goes, I don't need that. I know all about you. Any coach would die to work for Bill Moose. And I'd consider it an honor. Okay. And uh, so... We kind of went from there. That's, you know, it's interesting because one of the stories you told me when we, when you were here, Bill, about Mike Leach was you never called a meeting with Leach in your office. It would all, no. you, you, would always, you would always go to Leach's office. Why? Why? I built him a $90 million football complex to get him out of Bowler Gym where I was. <laughs> you know, because and he would come in. And uh, very polite lady and, and uh, nice and, and come into my office and sit down and I couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> it two and a half, three hours. And we've never, maybe 10% of our conversations was football. Right. The rest of it was, uh, you think Trump's got a chance? <laughs> you, you, or, or, or uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Scott Fitzgerald was a hell of an author, but I think if I compared him to Ernest Hemingway, I'd go with Hemingway. <laughs> right, right. I mean, out of the blue, and I've got stacks of stuff, my phone's ringing, and I go, okay, Mike, why is that? He goes, well, if you really stop and think about it, Hemingway's life was more fascinating than his books. <laughs> and then we'd go into that, yeah. and all his yeah. four wives and everything. Yeah. And so... I thought, hey, I'm going to get him. I built him a corner office out of this world. But a, a part of the reason was, and the incentive was, I could go over there, get my business done with him, and then look at my watch and go, I got a Pac-12 conference meeting. Yeah. Uh, a, 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 a conference call. You could leave. I, I got to go. I'd love to stay here and talk about how uh, Native Americans caught ducks in ponds. <laughs> Uh, in South Dakota, and so and and and, and so you know, I, I had an escape plan, but uh, boy, we did have a lot of fun and some great conversations. I got to tell you. Told by Bill Moose in an early break, the former Nebraska AD, also the AD at Washington State, who hired Mike Leach here on ninety three seven. The ticket, Steve Sipple, Jake Swanson in an early break. Okay, so regard so Mike Leach ends up going to from you know, ends up turning around Washington State. You know, he, the first couple of years. It's been a place that's been down for a while. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it was rough. But nine and forty rough. Nine and forty rough before he got there. Rough. Nine and forty. But he ends up with a, a team that you know is a top ten team at the end of the season. One of his last years there. You know, talk us through, Bill, because again, it it was tough for a lot of coaches to win in Pullman, and it took him a little bit to get there. But what made him successful ultimately? in what many people consider a very difficult place to win in college football? Well, I, you got to remember um, that when Mike came to Washington State, uh, he was one of four new coaches in the conference, uh, big-name coaches. So you had uh, Rich Rodriguez, yeah. who had left Michigan mm-hmm. uh, at Arizona. Yeah. You had Todd Graham at Arizona State, right. and you had Jim Mora at UCLA. Yep. And they all came into situations where the cupboards were full of talent. Mike Leach came to Washington mm-hmm. State, uh, and uh, we we were lacking with talent. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if I'd already mentioned this, but we had um, – six offensive linemen yeah. on scholarship and only three of them should have been. And so we had a lot of building to do, but uh, the point of what I'm trying to tell you is I was patient. Uh, I knew it was going to be three or four years. Uh, hmm. And in four years, the three other guys I'd mentioned were all fired. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. And Mike Leach had beaten all of them hmm. and he'd beaten everybody else in the PAC 12. USC, UCLA, Stanford, Washington, Oregon. We beat Oregon four years in a row. Gee, many wow. And uh, he did it his way. I know I, I remember telling Sip, he, he didn't have a playbook. He right. had 15 or 16 plays mm-hmm. um, and variations of those uh, audible at the line of scrimmage. But he was insistent that everybody win their personal battles uh i remember him doing uh, he was he was upset that receivers were catching the ball and then going out of bounds mm-hmm. to, to be safe he ran a 15 minute drill and i watched it from the window of receivers catching the ball and full go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fighting to stay in bounds mm. with Safeties and linebackers hitting the full mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was adamant that you never rested on laurels. You never uh, you you enjoyed the victory and then flushed it uh, and got ready for the next one. Um, there's countless YouTube uh, videos of that mm-hmm. uh, when he was at Texas Tech and it was no different where we were. Uh, academics the the academic uh, success of Washington state football went through the roof Hmm. when he got there because he insisted upon, um, you know, the stories of, I I remember the kid that, that, uh, didn't get his term paper in. Yes. So he put the desk in the middle of the practice field and made him write his term paper. (laughs) while the team practiced around. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) True story too. It happened. That happened. That happened. And the sand pit. The sand pit was. Uh, I, he goes, yeah. He goes, we we didn't get by on these facilities. I'm looking forward to the new ones, but I need a sand pit. And I go, okay. <laughs> Why do you need a sand pit? And he goes, you know, uh, 
Walter Payton in the offseason always ran on the sand to strengthen his ankles. Yeah, the River Delta. Yep, the River Delta. And I go, really? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, we don't have a river here, so and we didn't have one at Tech. Didn't so, have a Delta either. <laughs> uh, we, we, need, we need a sand pit. Yeah. I go, okay, so you go to Washington State University right in the middle of campus, there's a sand pit. Yeah. Uh, we used to call it Leech Beach. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And it was also a place for discipline. If you got in a fight, you want uh-huh. you want to fight? Okay, the team would gather around Leech Beach, and the player would get in the sand barefoot with a pop-up dummy mm-hmm. and go 12 rounds mm-hmm. trying to fight in the in the sand. Mm-hmm. I never knew one that went more than two rounds. It didn't, right. Now, Leech, what you're describing, Again, uh, this is uh, early break. We had an interview with Mike with Bill Moose last night. We'll play more of that after the break here on Early Break in the Ticket.